time, so we're going to have to hit the ground running on this one. Um, I am, by the grace of God, throughout December, I'm going to be ministering things uh, has to do with uh, uh, the birth of Christ uh, and um, things on that nature. And uh, we're going to begin today um, by reading a text in Scripture that everybody knows real well that is used in a lot of Christmas plays. matter of fact, it's found in the book of Luke, chapter 2, and we're going to read verse 1 through 7, King James Version of your Bible. Luke, chapter 2, beginning verse 1, and we're going to read down through verse 7. Uh, and uh, this is what it reads like. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. My Lord, we've always had death and taxes, haven't we? (laughs) And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone unto his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and the lineage of David. To be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. And what we're going to focus on for this message today is because there was no room for them in the end. From those passages of Scripture, after we pray, I'm going to preach for just a few minutes. I will not hold you long, I promise. Uh, I'm going to preach on you a subject titled, Will Christ Find Room in your Christmas. Will Christ find room in your Christmas? Mighty God and Fathers, we come today, we thank you and we praise you for this service. We thank you, God, for those that we prayed for a few minutes ago. We are believing you to hear some great reports and testimonies from that Lord. Now, God, I'm asking God you will strengthen our body, anoint this message. Help me to speak, God, the words that you'd have me to say today. In Jesus' name, let the church say, Amen. Amen, and you can be seated. Hallelujah. We all know this, thank you, brother. And like I said, it's used a lot of times in Christmas programs about when Jesus came to this earth, that from the very beginning there was no place found for him. Uh, And uh, wound up, he was... Uh, born um, in a stable and uh, used uh, as a, a manger, which was a feeding trough for animals. Uh, he was laid in when he was born. And we think about that and how hard that must have been for uh, for Mary uh, back in those days and what she must have had to deal with because of those conditions uh, to give birth to a child in. But I submit to you today that something I think that's really far worse than that is even today in this day and hour, there is a problem with people making room 
for Jesus. Amen. At their Christmas. Come on. Now, we just got through, I think, an amazing. And, you know, everybody talks, well, you know, they, they start earlier and earlier. And I mean, now, uh, they, even the, the, the Black Friday, as they called it, you know, began, began, uh, at, uh, for a lot of stores at five o'clock on, uh, on Thursday, you know. But I think it's amazing how all those people all over America, just one day after they sat down and supposed to be so thankful, amen, with just a few hours, try to run over and kill somebody. And there were some people trampled to death just to save a couple bucks. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Amen. I, it makes me wonder, and I think probably God, amen, how thankful are those people are anyway. I believe that it's time for this country to forget all this garbage and all this commercialism about Christmas. And if we're going to celebrate Christmas, we ought to do it for the right reason. There's lawsuits going on everywhere now trying to take um, manger scenes down and all that stuff. Uh, Amen. We're living in a world that's filled with sickness, trouble, and sorrow simply because there's still no room for Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah. Amen. God is looking from heaven down to us today and He said, Will there be anybody... Is there anybody willing to make room for me in their life? Hallelujah. We got room for everything else. Hallelujah. We got room for everything else. Hallelujah. We need to make room for Jesus. We need to make room for Jesus. Jesus, He won't let you down. Now, you can you can tell Brother Randy past pastor said this morning that the tide, amen, didn't roll for some folks the other day, but Jesus is still moving for everybody today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe it's time that we start putting Jesus first again. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. We'll run around and we'll talk about, oh, my Lord, I hear it. You see it posted, amen, on the Internet all the time, you know. Uh, click like yes, you know, and post, repost this. If you believe that we we need to get, to, amen, uh, Jesus back in their schools, uh, well, I will agree, yes, we need Jesus back in our schools. But I'm going to tell you what, we also need to get Him back in our homes. Uh, come on. And there's a lot of churches need to get Him back in the churches. Because if the church starts being what the church is supposed to be, we won't have to worry half as much over the world. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. I want to talk about how we can make room for Jesus. Amen. And there, there's, a, there's a couple things that, that, that really stuck, uh, stuck out to me that I'm going to share. And, and I told you I wasn't going to hold you too long, and I, I tend to keep that promise. Hallelujah. Amen. But we need to begin to make a plan on how we can make room for Jesus. At Jesus He's going to be in our Christmas celebration this year. We make room for Jesus, amen, number one, when we choose giving over receiving. Hallelujah. I said 
you begin to make room for Jesus when you choose giving over receiving. Now, now I know, and history bears the fact out, Jesus, we, we know, I mean, there ain't no need to argue about this or whatever. We know that Christ was not actually born uh, in, uh, in the month of December. But yet, uh, that's the date and the time that, uh, that's been set aside for many, many years to celebrate, uh, amen, His birth. Amen. But if, it, if, if it's the day and time that we're going to celebrate His birthday, then why don't we give something to Him? Now, if, if you got a birthday coming up, and I send out the message, uh, you know, we're all gonna meet so-and-so place over here at a uh, community park somewhere or something, amen, and we're gonna celebrate your birthday, and then you show up, and everybody gets a piece of the birthday cake but you, you're gonna wonder about that. Hallelujah. We're living in a world today that everybody's getting something but Jesus. Come on. Hallelujah. We'll make room for Jesus when we choose giving over receiving. It was on the first Christmas that God gave to the world the greatest gift ever given. Yes! And that gift was a gift of His Son to be the ransom for us all. Hallelujah! If we open up our hearts to giving, then we're going to be making room for the One who made room for us. Hallelujah! One scripture that everybody, amen, learns from a child. John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that He gave. Amen. Well, if God is a giver, and we're going to say we're Christians, shouldn't we be givers? Somebody said, well, he just a while ago said he he didn't preach a lot on, lot on tithe and offering. See, that's that's the point right here. The giving I'm talking about doesn't have nothing to do with the greenback dollar. Hallelujah. Can I tell you what God is looking to us as Christians to give others this year and during this holiday season? Number one, it would be good that you could give some compassion to somebody. There's a lot of hurting people in this world. And you know what? Think about how much glory you can bring Christ if you just do a random act of kindness. Hallelujah. A random act of kindness. Amen. You run into the grocery store to pick up some things. Amen. And you see, and you see a, 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 an elderly lady or somebody who's handicapped trying to go out. Amen. Carrying a couple bags. Amen. Take a little time. Don't be so busy. Amen. That you can't say, let me, let me help you with that. Hallelujah. You don't have to know them and they don't have to know you. But just a random act of kindness. I'm talking about giving amen, some compassion to somebody. Hallelujah. Give some compassion to somebody. Amen. When they're hurting. Give some compassion to somebody when they're going through some situations. Hallelujah. Put your hand on their shoulder. Let them know you're thinking about them. Hallelujah. 
That's right, brother. It don't cost nothing to be kind. Hallelujah. When you choose giving over receiving and you give some compassion. there I tell you what, there's some other things we can give also. Amen. You can give some forgiveness. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know what? There are even families during this holiday season who won't get together simply because there's some kind of grudge or something that's been going on in the family for umpteen years over something that don't mean nothing. Hallelujah. But they had my feelings. Hey. Get them off your shoulder. Hallelujah. I seen, I seen something good not long ago. The other day said, you know what? That monkey on your back might be being fed by the chips you're carrying on your shoulder. Huh? Hello, somebody. See there, that Sammy Pruitt, he always puts preaching and gets the medley. That's what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want to get that monkey off your back? Brush the chips off your shoulder because those chips is what's feeding the monkey. Get some forgiveness. I tell you something's a stinking and nostril of God. Even in some churches, when people go through the door, you have some people want to go on this aisle and another on that aisle simply because they don't have to meet and shake hands with one another. And we want to put up the big signs and let everybody know. Says, says, hey, we're, we're, we're the people, we're the church that Jesus, Jesus loves. We're His disciples. You know, some, some of them, you know, the uh, Pentecostal churches says, well, you know, the world know we're disciples because we still believe in shouting and we still uh, 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 maybe talk in tongues or we we do this or we do that. But you know what Jesus said: the world shall know you're my disciples not because you shout, not because you you sing loud, not because you talk in tongues. The world should know you're my disciples because you got love one for another. Hallelujah. When the world sees us bickering with one another and squabbling over a bunch of junk that don't mount to a hill of beans, ain't no one in the world saying, well, I ain't going to go to church. Ain't nothing but hypocrites there. We might be part of the reason for that. Hallelujah. Show some forgiveness. Hallelujah. Something else we can give. And there's a whole lot more that needs to be given. It's gratitude. We need to give some gratitude. Some thankfulness. I could go on and on. I'll give you one more. We can, there's some people just simply needs mercy. Oh, but pastor... Pastor, they they as they as guilty as sin. Guess what? So am I and so are you, but Jesus loves us anyway. I challenge anybody in the house right now to have 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 enough uh something within you to stand up and, and tell this congregation that you're not guilty for something. We all been found guilty for one thing or another somewhere along in our life. Glory to God. People who live in a glass house don't need to be throwing stones. 
Hallelujah. Hey, if we were already perfect, I'd be out of job. Glory to God. Matter of fact, you know, <laughs> we had we had a <laughs> we had a singing years ago over the over the old church, and uh, um, I, whoever it was that was singing, I'm probably remembering the name in, in, in a minute, but. <laughs> he, he turned around and he told the congregation, and maybe you, if you were there, you might have heard him say this. And I was standing back behind me. Like he said, you know what? He said, when we get to heaven, he said, preachers are going to be without a job. Singers are going to continue to sing throughout all eternity. Then he turns around and looks at me. That's why I sing too. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. You see, we all we all guilty. That's why we all stand in need of mercy. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't pray for God to give somebody what they deserve. While some Christians I say, Lord, get them. They want to sick them, you know. Get them, Lord. They, you know, my God. I don't know how you feel about it in your own life, but I'm going to tell you, I don't want God to give me what I deserve. I stand in need of mercy. Hallelujah. I need the mercy of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. We've got too many people running around, hallelujah, think they're so good and they can do it. I'm going to tell you something, folks. The Bible said it's by grace we are saved, not of works, lest any man should boast. Hallelujah. I don't care how you can go to church every every day of the week if you want to, but I'm going to tell you something. Coming to church, amen, and sitting on a church pew don't bit more make you a Christian than you going somewhere out here in, in a garage and sitting in that garage makes you a Ford or a Chevrolet. Hello, somebody. It's the grace of God. It's God working in me that saves me. It's God working in you that that saves you. Hallelujah. And when somebody is down and somebody is messed up for the umpteenth time, before you walk off and don't want to show them a little bit of mercy and a little bit of compassion and a little bit of love, think about yourself. Think about where we all be right now. Where would I be today if it wasn't for the grace and the mercy of Jesus? Like the course Brother Darrell sings, your grace and your mercy. That's what's brought me through. I'm living alive this moment, Lord, because of you. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I just want to thank you. And God will look down and say, I appreciate your thanks. But just like I've showed you some mercy, you best can show me gratitude by giving it to somebody else. Hallelujah. Amen. God says, tells us, if you, if, if you want to thank me for forgiving you, then you give forgive that other brother and sister who's trespassed against you, who's talked about you, 
who told a lie on you. Hallelujah. What are you talking about? I'm talking about the essence of true Christianity. True Christianity don't have a thing in the world to do with what's on the church sign out front. I'm, I'm, car- I'm carrying a card that shows who I was ordained by and, and what, what association I, I, I'm in. Hallelujah. Do you think I'm going to pull that out and try to uh, pass that over to Peter when I get to the gate and see, uh, try to let that get me through heaven? You, you think that's going to get me there? Hallelujah. I, I, I've, I've, got, I've got some diplomas. Um, well, I ain't got, I've been here a year. I ain't got them hung up yet, but I got some eventually get hung up. I got some diplomas there. I've got, I've got a, uh, I've got a degree. It tells, says a doctor of theology. And I've got this and that. You think I'm going to use any, I'm going to have, pull any of that stuff out when I'm trying to get over and get into heaven? It ain't going to help. All that stuff's going to burn up with everything else around here. Hallelujah. We need to start thinking about what's really important. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you something. Jesus is the most important thing in your life. And after that, your family and your friends. And as you celebrate these holidays, don't cut no family and friends out over something silly and stupid that happened ten years ago. If you if you if they're still alive today, this holiday, you better you better celebrate the holiday with them because either them or you, either one, could not be here. There's a whole lot of people that was alive and living this time last year that's not here today. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why we need to really consider the most important thing while we got an opportunity. Hallelujah. Because we don't have no promise of tomorrow. We don't have no promise of tomorrow. We, we make room for Jesus also, and I'm going to talk just briefly about this, and I'm going to close. We make room for Jesus when we take time to worship. On that first Christmas, Shepherds left the fields and what they, were norm, what they would normally be doing to honor and worship the newly born king. When we step aside, church, from the hustle and bustle of commercialized Christmas, when we lead our families to worship, we are making room for Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. That's important. That's important. Amen. If we don't take some time to worship during the Christmas holiday season, hallelujah, then we are like those who was turning Jesus away when they was, He was trying to be born in this world. Will Christ find room in your life this Christmas? Hallelujah. I want to make room. For Jesus. Brother Darrell, I want you to come on up and get ready. I don't want to turn him away. What about you? But the way that we do that, we choose giving over receiving. The way we do that, we take time to worship. We step aside from the hustle and the bustle of the commercialized Christmas. 
Hallelujah. A lot of people don't even do it no more, but if you still do it, you know, for years and years, it's a tradition to, to send out Christmas cards. If you're going to do it, do it in the right spirit and attitude. All right. What do you mean, Brother Samuel, when you're going down your list and you're checking off people's names to send a card with, and you get to a certain name and say, well, I ain't going to waste a stamp and a card on them. They hadn't sent me a card in two years. Hello, somebody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Send them a card anyway. Right in there in great big letters. I love you. Have a Merry Christmas. Hallelujah. Amen. Jesus said, if your enemy hungry, feed him. If he starts to give him water. He said, if you do that, you're going to heap coals of fire on their head. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's make room for Jesus. Let's everybody stand. Brother Darrell's going to sing a chorus. If you need prayer for anything, the altars are open. But just make sure you make room for the Master today. How about it? Hallelujah. Mm, I can hear my Savior calling. I can hear my Savior calling. I can hear my Savior calling. And I'll go with Him, with Him. All the way. Can I have some altar workers come and pray with these people? Hallelujah. He leads me. I, I will follow. Come on, let's make room for Jesus. If you've never been saved, have you repented of your sins? Make some room for Jesus in your heart. Come give you a life to Him. Pray that prayer of repentance.
corazón doy Will follow.